He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hello and welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. That would make me Evan Wexel and my website, awkwardwithevan.com. That is where you can listen to past episodes uh, where I interview my Facebook friends, past, present, future, fact, fiction, best friend, stranger, whoever. If they're my Facebook friend, I'm talking to them. Um, you can also follow us on social media at Awkward with Evan on Facebook and Twitter. And if you want to hear this podcast besides going to awkwardwithevan.com, go to iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher to listen to past episodes. Um, on this episode, I actually got to talk to someone I probably have not spoken to in at least 12 years. Uh, her name is Valentina Gomez. FKA Val Clark um, met her after college, even though we went to the same college. We were both living in New York City and uh, we met up at a random Tufts alumni get together for people in New York. So we talk about that a little bit. Um, we're both Jets fans, so we're going to share that pain. Um, I'm going to talk about the time she wrote into Bill Simmons's mailbag a.k.a. the sports guy when he was at ESPN.com, and uh, he wrote her back, and we'll, we'll, do, we'll talk about that. And uh, then we'll just kind of binge on Netflix talk because that's what you do with Netflix. You binge on it. So I'm about to bring you my talk with Valentina Gomez, and if you want to support this podcast, I will tell you more about it later, but if you want to go now, patreon.com slash funnyevan. But enough about that. It's Valentina Gomez time. Guys, we're here on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I, I was able to book my next guest uh, about 15 minutes ago. So I want to thank her for her flexibility. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last time I spoke to her, we were both in Manhattan, and now we're both not in Manhattan. So who knew? Uh, this is the amazingly talented. I know she's talented because she knows, she oh, knows a lot about sports. Um, Valentina Gomez, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Valentina Good. Gomez, Val Clark for maybe other people at Tufts University that are listening to this. If you haven't talked to me in a decade, like Evan hasn't talked to me in a decade. I haven't spoken to you since, I'm <laughs> guessing, 2004. That's that's a rough estimate. Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds about right. Cool. So, so right now, you are in Charlotte, North Carolina. How did that happen? Um, my, I got married, I had a kid. Uh Um, and I mean, it's a really boring story. Manhattan got really expensive Mm -hmm. and, uh, we work in finance. So Charlotte seemed like the natural place to go. Okay. Jobs, et cetera, et cetera. So. Okay. It works. It's the name. And you have a daughter or son? We have a daughter. Okay. So it works. It's a female city's name female name for yes, a city. Actually, so. we have a dog named Charlotte who we uh, got uh, f- maybe five or six years, or I guess like three or four years before we moved here with no inclination that we would ever move here. But so we have a dog named Charlotte. So we should have known. Basically. <laughs> it's like totally how, unrelated that we named her that. How long ago did you guys meet? 
Um, Charlotte and I, well, or, um, or, or, yeah, either or, or my husband and I, sure. um, uh, my husband and I met, um, God, I guess, uh, 10 ish years ago, nine, 10 years ago, something like that. Ah. Yeah. In New York or down here? We met in New York. Okay. Yeah. Met in New York. Cool. Yeah. Last time we were in New York. Um, I guess I have to ask, cause I remember we went to a, I got you to come to a fundraiser for the Boomer Esiason Foundation yes. because I used yes. to intern there. And, uh, I think I remember cause we both now, uh, Boomer's daughter, Sid, Sydney, Facebook friend mm-hmm. of mine, hopefully a future oh, episode yeah. of the podcast, but yeah, you were right. She, she grew up to be very attractive. So I'll just say, uh, oh, $5 for you. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'll expect the check in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> in installments. Um, that was cool. I, Cause I, what I, what I dug about you, 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 you like sports, which is awesome. Um, and I want to, I guess, share the pain of being a Jets fan with you. Like, yeah. Um, I will be completely honest. I have literally not watched one minute of football this year. I am solely responsible for the NFL's ratings issue, <laughs> issues going down. Yeah. Um, part of it is where I live and then part of it is just, they are so bad that I just, I don't know. I sort of fell off the bandwagon. And when you're not, when you don't live in New York or in your home team city, um, you actually have to put in some semblance of effort to follow them. And, you know, again, super boring story. Like I have a kid, I have a life and Uh I was like, the jets just sort of fell off the, <laughs> the radar this year. I will say though, it's um, living in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. We only have two professional sports teams, so we have the Cam Newtons, and, and then the we have the Hornets. Oh, no, the Hurricanes are in Raleigh. Fun fact. Oh, know nothing about North Carolina. The Charlotte um, Hornets. Yes, Jordan. So you got Michael Hornets. Jordan's team there. Yes. Wow. So, uh, so last year when. Um, the Panthers were were amazing and went to the Super Bowl and everything. Mm-hmm. This place was nuts. It was crazy. And it was really fun. Like, we got completely kind of swept up in it because it's like living in New York, it's a two-team town for every sport. So right. you're never – it's never like everyone is super crazy for fill-in-the-blank. Like, yeah. it was insane here. I mean, completely – it was on every radio station, every TV station, every store had Panther stuff. Like, people wow. have flags on their cars. I didn't know that was a thing. Were random people like, dabbing yeah. at you in the streets? Yeah, people dab. Um, Cam Newton goes to the same Whole Foods we do. Oh, so, my gosh. Yeah. Clearly, we're friends. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, it was it was actually really cool living here then. So now, of course, now I'm used to that. and Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, it's like, it's sweeping the city when my mother turns to me and says, what time is the game today? And I was like, what? Like she's literally never. And is she she in New York or is she down there? No, she, uh, my mom lives with us. Oh, wow. That's a gold mine for infer (laughs) stories, but yeah, she lives with us. (laughs) Nice. Oh, good. So she's up on it and she helps with like your fantasy football team or you help with hers. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Nana has, a, has Nana's fantasy football team is kicking a lot of ass. Although that helps when like the other people don't know how to use the computer either. Yeah. You know? So that, that, that's, yeah. Or you just each, you just draft people from like 80 <laughs> sitcoms and then you each pick like your favorite golden girl and you start exactly. from there. Yeah, exactly. Blanche, obviously. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. Obviously, I guess I'm team B Arthur. I will. I mean, they're all great. It's yeah. really not fair to choose. I feel True. like that's a, 
I, w- I will tell you, my, my wife used to be B. Arthur's personal assistant for a short while. She like That's the most amazing piece of information I've heard she, in weeks. She answered her fan mail, I think, for a couple of <laughs> weeks or months. And oh, uh, I think amazing. we ended up- Amazing. Maud. That's so awesome. We ended up, yeah, we ended up seeing her do a, like a live one-woman show in North Hollywood. And we actually got to go backstage afterwards and she's kind of, her sight wasn't that great. So we were able to go backstage, but like, I think Jack Klugman was there and Mr. Drummond, Conrad Bain like showed up and it was pretty (laughs) surreal, but like she needed to like be up, see Kelly up close to recognize, uh, like who she was. But yeah, that was, that's kind of a fun fact. Um, that is really cool. Didn't expect to talk about that. Um, but it's cool. Yeah. Like the, you know, the jets, it's, it's just like, I don't know how much you, do you listen to like sports radio in Charlotte or not? Really? Not too much. Um, yeah, not really. Yeah. Well, I mean the beauty of like, I guess podcasting in general is just like, I can listen to like, they upload segments of WFAN. So yeah. Yeah. You can get all your information. If yeah. You- are looking so, for you know, it, yeah. it's like every Monday morning, the more the morning shows, like the midday shows, like Joe and Evan, they're both Jets fans uh, and Joe's negative. But like Joe Beningo is like chronically severely negative. Like, woe is me. Check out these scars of being a Jet fan for the past 50 years. <laughs> that kind of negative. So you can always expect that. And then, you know, you know Mike Francesa, which is a whole other story, uh, comes on in the afternoon. <laughs> yes, and as I, I don't know if you know my exploits of, of being part of Francesa Khan. Which is yes, an actual I've, thing. I've heard. Okay. I've heard. So it's good. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Um, but wait, were you did you grow up in New York? Um, no, I grew up I grew up in western Massachusetts. Okay. Um, but my whole family's from New York, so like mm-hmm. I kind of always felt we went to New York for holidays and I don't know, I sort of feel like a New Yorker right. in some ways. I don't know if that makes any sense, but um but yeah, and then I moved there when I was sixteen. Okay. So you know. And you, are you still somewhat connected to Tufts, Unif- <clears throat> Tufts University? Um, not really. Yeah. Uh, someone reminded me that it was our 15th reunion right, this year. There was a I had to be reminded. <laughs> to, someone had to do the math. And, uh, I mean, I heard um, the 10 yeah. years, like maybe 80, 60 people show up at a bar near campus. I don't yeah. know what it is for 15 because it's like every five years. So it's kind of yeah. it's like too much birthday, I guess you could say. I don't know. Yeah. So my husband went to Princeton. Oh. And um, I know, fancy me. Yeah. Um, but Princeton reunions, uh, I had heard, I had heard the lore, um, and then, and then we went um, a couple years ago, and it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. And apparently, um, apparently, a lot of Princetonians—that's what they're called. Mm-hmm so offensive, uh, marry other Princetonians. So like, I was like one of the, I was like, you know, not in the fold, you know? Uh, but it was, there's a huge parade and like every class jumps on like at the end of the parade. So Uh like, you know, it starts with the oldest people and it's people at the beginning were holding signs that that were like, this is my 30th Princeton reunion or whatever, you know, like I've like, I've literally attended 30 Princeton reunions or 40 Princeton reunions or whatever. I've never seen anything like it. So wait, is it like every year, twice a year or something? It's every year. Um, it's every year. And of course the, you know, the five, 10, 15 year people are the big classes. But I mean, there are people who are like, 
oh yeah, this is my 40th reunion, but I've come every single year. And I'm sort of like, what do you do the other 364 days of the year? <laughs> like what, this is an event for you apparently. And then we kept, we, you know, like my husband would run into people he knew and like people had like accents and like lived in foreign countries. And I was like, you came to like a weird place an hour and a half from Manhattan, like on a plane for this, for like a parade and an overpriced <laughs> beer. Like I was a little, like, I get it. I mean, I love, you know, like I loved Tufts and I'm glad I went there and I know some fantastic people and whatnot, but like, you know, I mean, come on, like, yeah. <laughs> just, but I guess I just didn't get it. Oh, even better. Every class has a jacket. Oh, like a, like, jacket, a, like, like, like a, winning like a, a golf tournament kind of jacket. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and remember their colors are, uh, orange and black. So yeah. it's just sort of looks like a big David S pumpkins, like conference. <laughs> like, it's like, it's, it's weird. I mean, I, it's cool, but it's just, if you didn't go there and you're maybe if you were married to someone for like 30 years after 30 years, it would seem less weird. <laughs> but Like <laughs> I was sort of like, um, can I go back to the hotel and like, meet you later. <laughs> it was just weird. It was very strange. So is your husband digging the reunions or does he like, is he like, we have to go this year? Um, well, we were living in New York when we went. So okay. I think it was more just kind of, it's convenient, it's right? Like trip, it's not yeah. that hard. We you drove drive. down, you know, spent a few hours, saw some people from, <clears throat> you know, all over the world or whatever that had come. And then, uh, but I mean, we haven't gone in the years that we've been in North Carolina. Cause it's just like, yeah, you know, not worth it. Wow. See, I, that wouldn't happen. When my wife went to Rutgers, which would probably be the exact opposite. Yeah. It would probably, probably just be, you know, people like getting tattoos and smoking outside a dive bar. I'm guessing that's what Rutgers reunions are like. I don't know. Um, probably. <laughs> but we actually went to the that same high school. You went to, wait, you and your wife went to the same high same school? Same high school. She's a year older. Oh, we didn't oh. meet in high school ever. If there was social media, we probably would have, I probably would have like sent her a Facebook friend request, but we never, never spoke to one another until I approached her at the train station that fine tw- uh, 2004 wow. afternoon, you know? So, but, but the funny thing is like, she had a better time at my 10 year reunion than hers. Cause I think she maybe had, this was uncomfortable. <laughs> she made enemies to more enemies than I made. And people looked up to her in my grade. So nice. she, she missed the 20 year, but my, my 20 years in a year. So okay. I'll see if I can drag her there. But I mean, hers was like in like a ho- Marriott hotel next to Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> nice. And mine, mine was like, you know, West village, bar where people can you know hang out drink throw up in the back all that kind of thing so nice, nice. <laughs> that's what happens so uh, my high school is so small that we don't do high school reunions or oh or it's more like um it's more of a google hangout it's yeah it's like <laughs> it's uh they basically there there are no years because like my graduating class from high school was i don't know 30 something people right. i mean it was tiny right um may, maybe 40 and uh so it's basically every year you get an email that's kind of like, you know, Saturday we're doing afternoon tea or whatever somewhere. And that's the <laughs> high school reunion. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so it's sort of not really split up by grades. And, and then it was an all girls school until like 1980 uh. something. So like it's in this weird place where if you go to an alumni function, it's just a bunch of like older women yeah. and then, there are no men until you kind of get 
like down to anyone who's 40 or younger. Like it's sort of a weird, um, that'll that's, age out clearly. Yeah. That I Cause that, that's how we met first. We right. met yes. at the Tufts alumni. I think Tufts alumni yes, has those New York functions. We did not meet in college. No, we that. never met in college. We met after. Nope. And that was weird. I mean, I think we were maybe the only people that were our year that were there. Do you still talk to Caroline at all? Still connected? I do. Oh, good. Caroline and Allison and I um, all still talk and all had babies, like very close together. So, um, yeah, yeah. Wow. It's like Sex in the City, second generation. Really nice. Oh, that's, yes. Yeah, that's totally. what we call ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. That would be embarrassing. Because I guess what we're like New York alumni f- functions after college, it's more like, I think, just an excuse to get free, free food. Um, well, yeah. First time you course. go, free food, free drinks. And because uh, I don't know what it would be like if I went there now. It'd just be weird. It could be weird. Yeah. I think it would be weird. I would feel weird. I mean, yeah. I can't imagine. I also didn't really, I had like, I had like a handful of friends in college and then I just kind of didn't really, that was it. I was good. Yeah. Like I was, so I didn't really, um, I wasn't one of those people. I wasn't like in student government or I guess I was were on the Tufts daily or was it just your so. friends were Tufts daily? No, I did. I was on the, the school newspaper. Oh yeah. yeah. You weren't Tufts daily. Yeah. Okay. Someone at work today made fun of me for that. <laughs> Someone at work at today about that. And they're like, you were on your college newspaper. Yeah. Bulletins. Um, Yes. Breaking news. Yeah. Actually, they dropped a Gilmore Girls reference at me because I was on my college newspaper, but Ooh. I wasn't the editor, so. Okay. Um, okay, we're going to get back to Valentina Gomez in just a minute. But first, I want to talk to you guys about Patreon.com. That is a website that is really making this podcast go. Um, with supporters like you and creators like me, um, I can ensure that this podcast uh, keeps continuing and we can keep handling our costs um, so that we can make all these episodes available for free. Now, for as little as a dollar a month, you could help support the show. Um, that dollar a month can get you things. Your donations can get you things. I have reward tiers. For a dollar, you can see my patron-only feed. For $3 a month, I believe you will get a certificate making you a member of my Awkward Army. For $4 a month, I think the show will follow you on Twitter. $5 a month, I'll even send you an Evan Wexel cell phone wallet. It goes from there. You can get consultations from me. You can get on the show. You can get title sponsorship. Um, all that stuff is available at patreon.com slash funnyevan. And your support is definitely appreciated. Um, I wouldn't be able to do it without you guys. Um, but for now, uh, sit on that. But let me get back to my talk with Valentina. But Ooh. yeah, yeah. Another thing so those I was, are the people that I know. And another thing I liked about you, you you were mentioned, you wrote to Bill Simmons back when he was the sports guy at oh ESPN. Oh my God, yes. I love that. What was <laughs> the, the base was like, was like beer in a shower kind of, what were, I don't know what you were. You were. Some, yeah, it was it, uh, something, I can't remember it was the mailbag. He he, he wrote always... something. He he used to you know he wrote a lot about his wife back right. back in the day, and he wrote something about. Um, I think his his wife didn't really watch sports with him. They weren't married then, actually. Right. He's only a couple years older than us, but anyway, uh, yeah. So he wrote something about how like you know his wife like read Us Weekly or something right. like <laughs> while he watched football or the Red Sox or whatever, and um, so I wrote in and I was sort of like. And I sort of feel bad about this. Like, I don't know, 15 years, 15 years later, they're like married and have kids. Yeah. They seem happy. Um, but I wrote in and I was basically like, that's 
your relationship sucks and you should probably like date someone who's more appropriate for you and likes the same <laughs> things you like. And, uh, yeah. So that was kind of the, it was, it was a little grittier than that, but that's, yeah. that, was sort of the gist, that was sort of the gist of it. The, my wife uh, went after him yeah. once emailed him saying like, cause I didn't like the movie, the last kiss. I think that was with Zach Braff. And, wow. and like saying he fell asleep during it because it's all about like a guy cheating on a girl. And then Kelly, uh, okay, Kelly was it. like, God wants him like, maybe you fell asleep because maybe there's something you're not confronting about yourself or what. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm sure he gets like a billion of those. Have you there's kept- an inordinate number of people in your life that have <laughs> questioned Bill Simmons. Yes. I don't know. Have, have you been following him? Like I've, I watched his Any Given Wednesday on HBO show a little bit. Um, I never watched that, right. um, but uh, I did. I enjoyed Grantland when right. that was when that was going, yep. and uh, the writing there was really great. Yep. And I actually still follow a lot of the writers from Grantland and their various endeavors. And I, I've listened to a couple of the podcasts on the Ringer, especially right. Keeping It Sixteen Hundred. Oh um, yeah. Over the last. Because you're one of the states that made it happen. <laughs> Yeah, that was, all, that was all me. That was, it was not me. Don't thanks, blame me. Thanks for giving um, the country hope again. I guess. <laughs> yeah, a different, a different it's, kind of hope. Uh, yeah. I don't. I'm so torn. It's, I don't know what. I mean, because I'm in California, so it's like, what am I going to do? I'm just going to. I'll vote third party because that'll make more of a difference than anyone else because it's already decided. So. Yeah, that's yeah, my, that's it is weird. It's very different living here compared yeah. to living in New York. I mean, understatement, but. Um, but especially the last couple of months, like the, the, like watching TV was impossible. I mean, I DVR everything like everybody else does, but the commercials were just, I had never lived in a swing state before (laughs) commercials were just obscene, like from, from both sides, from everybody, it was just horrible. And it was like, and then they were on the radio. I mean, it was, it was everywhere. I couldn't wait to vote. Like I couldn't wait (laughs) to just have it be over. Although now in retrospect, I, I kind of wish it wasn't over, but you know, you know, like, it's up to the electoral college to decide, but yeah, I, uh, yes, I, yeah. I'm cool either way. I think it'll be intriguing. And now, but I don't, I don't want Facebook to be for the next four years, what it's been like for the last two weeks. Oh, it's been so rough. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know. I just, um, I just started like binge watching crap on Netflix because yes. I couldn't, I just sort of couldn't deal with um, the sort of the backlash and then like the backlash to the backlash. I have no opinion on this, but yeah. sort of like that whole safety pin thing. So oh, it was like the safety yeah. pin was cool. And then the next day everyone <laughs> hated on the safety pin. And then the next day there were like think pieces on why the backlash to the safety pin like is, is BS. And I, I mean, at some point I was just like, you know, Instead of writing think pieces, maybe we could have done some other stuff that no. not got us into this position in the first place. No, we should have just like each given our they, – they should have at the debates just given their own Netflix picks. Like what do they recommend people to watch on Netflix? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I um, mean I it, think pieces are going to be the end of yeah. civilization at this point. Oh, think like, posts are the end of civilization. But yeah. you know what? It's like they should at least have like an, a synopsis ahead above all long political posts. Just, you know, yes. to get the gist but, or at least a picture. Um, so I, I'll let you get to bed soon. But I guess we'll, we'll end with um, give me give me some of your Netflix picks. What are you watching to take oh, your God. mind off of everything that's going on in the synthetic matrix that is politics? Sixteen hundred. Um, so this probably doesn't 
will there will be one person who listens to your podcast that finds this remotely interesting but um 15, i never watched see. gilmore girls i never oh, watched my, it my wife's the one it. you're talking about yeah she it was uh it was like it's clearly in my wheelhouse i'm clearly the right demographic maybe uh-huh. i'm a little a little older um <laughs> than than most of the people who watched it back in the day but I literally like never, I don't think I knew anyone that watched it. It just was like never on my radar. Yeah. So, you know, I saw that it was coming back and I was like, what was that show about again? And I think I watched seven seasons in like <laughs> in an obscenely short period of time. Um, Are the new episodes really out already? Um, no, that comes out uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I grew up in a small town in Western Massachusetts. Uh-huh. I worked at an inn. I, it's like, it's like weirdly, it's the idealized television version of my childhood, except my mom wasn't 16 when I was born just to, my mom would be upset if I didn't clear that up. But, uh, yeah. So it's like a very weird, uh, it was weird. It was weird to watch it and be like, how did this never hit my radar? It's so reminiscent of (laughs) my childhood in a weird, strange way. And not, I mean, not clearly it's a TV show, but, uh, so I binge watched that, and um, and then I watched Love, the first season of Love. Um, what is that? Which is like a Netflix show. Oh, just Netflix only. Um, okay. Yeah, and uh, I thought it was good. I started to watch Easy, but I couldn't really. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't really like get on board there. So what's next? Um, what's next for you at Netflix? Netflix um, life. I think I'll watch The Fall. Everyone's recommended The Fall to me. I haven't watched it is yet. Is that Netflix um, original or is that something else? Um, you know what? I don't even know. Oh. Uh, but it's Gillian Anderson. Who, okay. Um, I adore. Uh, and uh, might rewatch some X Files uh, after I watched the Netflix like or the TV reboot. Of oh, Netflix. that's right. How was the reboot? Uh, yeah. I thought it was good. Yeah. Again, with the think pieces, like a lot of people, and I was not one of those people who could tell you kind of like every episode the smoking man was in, and you know yeah. all that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. It's it's supposed to be fun. I couldn't watch Mad Men. I tried to watch Mad Men on Netflix. I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. I don't know. Maybe no. I don't have the brain capacity to like get into it or something at the end of the day today. But so, it's a lot better than me. I'm still contemplating if I want to keep watching Supergirl. Because I started Supergirl last year. Well, Jeb Bush thinks she's cute, so you know. She, I mean, I'd like, I like. I would <laughs> like an edgier Supergirl, but um, like almost like a like if Ronda Rousey was Supergirl. Oh, I oh, that, I could get that. I would watch that. I think that I would, would, would be cool. Yeah. Um, but you know, she she's cool. I mean, I watched the first several on on CBS, and then I changed over to CW. But I'll. I'll I'll watch that at my convenience. I have I've my slate's too full between between all the shows I watch and, and life. It's just I'm I'm inundated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in like a zone now where I can't sort of handle like Breaking Bad was fantastic and mm-hmm. The Wire. I mean those were like those are like my pantheon shows. Yep. But I can't sort of handle one of those right now, which I think is why like you know, I can't get into Mad Men. I just can't handle like a, a good TV show, like a really like like a groundbreaking great TV show. Like yeah. it's too late. I'm too tired at the end of the day. Kind of just want some like candy, and <laughs> that's why like Gilmore Girls is good or Supergirl is good. Like yeah. I don't need to watch or the X Files reboot. Like I don't need to watch the Americans like every day and kind of you know feel like I'm doing my homework. And I mean, um, I have some movies I'll just, I'll keep on my list, my Netflix list, even though I'll never watch them again. Just, I like having them on my list because I like them so much. 
Like yes. the, the, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a movie with Christian Bale called Equilibrium, which I loved because it was like a this dystopian society where like everyone's like drugged and arts arts like outlawed and you know he's like it's kind of nice. like a Matrix meets and, and uh, I don't know him and Tay Diggs. I just it, it was a good little uh, niche movie about a uh, society. I have like an aspirational Netflix queue. You know, oh, it's like okay. filled with all the stuff. It's like Mad Men. Then it's like a bunch of old movies that oh, um, that are not on I, Netflix, but like you wish they were. Well, yes, and then I mean Netflix has a handful, but like right. I'm one of those people who like I have a complete cultural like black hole pre <laughs> like 1998 or something like that. Yeah. Like I don't know, my parents didn't sit home and like watch movies with me when I was little, so like right. there's a whole all these all these like cultural references that I just don't get. Yeah. I think I saw E.T. when I was like 25. Like I would never. <laughs> Never saw it as a kid growing up. Um, I only saw the original Star Wars movies when they re-released them when Whoa. we were like in high school. Yeah, I know it's weird. Um, well, I didn't see ET till like I was maybe twenty-five. Also, my kid has already seen the Star Wars movies, which is probably inappropriate at <laughs> her age. But um, but no, I was like, I need to I need to correct this. Like, I need to correct the wrong that was done to me. But yeah, so I have all these like aspirational, you know, movies like. Well, I finally saw Casablanca, but I never you know, saw that. Like I, that, you know. I, yeah, I had an exchange with my dad in the car, like something about being like, it's the best movie ever. And I'm like, are you talking about Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Casablanca. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure you're not talking about Dumb and Dumber? I forgot what the exchange um, was. It's a post I have to look up or something, but yeah. Yeah. So I have this like aspirational Netflix queue and every night, like, I mean, you, know the drill like mm-hmm. my, I finally put my kid to bed the house mm-hmm. is finally quiet yep and I scroll through the aspirational Netflix queue <laughs> and I'm like or I could rewatch that really fun episode of Gilmore Girls and I'm like let's do that like that's kind of what my yeah. Tuesday night turns into like it's never um or tonight I watched Speed Speed was on TV oh, so I watched movie, Speed. the original yeah the original Speed and uh had a fun text I'm gonna drop a name see, here and see okay. if you remember who this is I had a fun text uh, convo with uh, Molly Houston. I, don't know if you I remember, remember Molly that name. Um, about how Speed was peak Keanu, and it was like <laughs> the only movie that Keanu Reeves really ever did where we we were like fully on board because that was we were like middle of high school when Speed came out, and that was like he was like <laughs> he was perfect. He yep. was perfect, and then a few years later, you were like. Oh my God, that guy's dumb. And like, so, like that, <laughs> then the Matrix. that kind of took away from some of it. But Speed was really like yeah. peak Keanu. So, I do have to recommend yeah. though, John Wick. That That's like peak Keanu oh, 2.0. Yeah. I, I, okay. There's going to be a second one. But I mean, sure. the first one was like this nice, simple, underrated thing that was, it was pretty cool. He has, I mean, I feel like Keanu has a, he he doesn't have a lot of range, but I feel like if if you put him in the right vehicle, that's probably a bad pun. But if you put him in the right <laughs> in the right movie, like Speed mm-hmm. or maybe John Wick, he's not unwatchable. No. So you know he has like he they you just need to don't overestimate Keanu's abilities. Let him be Keanu, and yeah. everything will be okay. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, so I rewatched Speed tonight. That was fun. Excellent. Was good. Cool. Well, this was this was splendid catching up with you. I will yes, I will was. let you I'll let you go to bed before 1 a.m. Um, 
Any anything you would like to promote or recommend to okay. my modest audience in, or anything? Or promote uh, yourself. I don't think so. Promote, um, any any place any good it. baby pictures available where anyone can <laughs> check out your kid. No. Um, no, you can check okay. out my kid on Facebook. No, okay, don't do cool. that. Um, <laughs> weird, weird and creepy. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I have nothing to, I don't think I have anything to promote. I'm sure I'll think of 10,000 things no that worries. friends of mine would love to promote. We'll put it in the notes. Get off the phone, but you know, yeah, I'm mm. good. Cool. Well, thanks. Thanks for uh, taking time. Stay on the line. And, uh, I now have to get my kid milk because he's been, <laughs> wanting it for the last half hour but i've been saying Sounds two good. minutes over and over again beckett you're on episode <laughs> one of the podcast right he's just nodding okay i'll uh thanks for coming on and uh we will we will connect in in another 10 years or, or all right less. sounds good i'll put it on my calendar yeah uh, uh, pencil me in i will in case anything changes or doctor's appointment okay all right so yeah. bye all right, guys, that was Valentina Gomez coming on the podcast uh, with, with about 10 minutes notice. I, I texted her. She texted back. She was still awake. She came on. That's being a gamer right there. And that's why Valentina's cool. She's the kind of person you would like want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings with because she would always have something to say. So definitely uh, say something nice to her if you're her friend on Facebook. Um, in the meantime, you can definitely check out my podcast more at awkwardwithevan.com. Listen to past episodes. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at awkwardwithevan. And again, patreon.com, patreon.com slash funnyevan to support the show. And uh, to hear past episodes also, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. Um, and oh, if you want to write a review on iTunes and give it five stars, it's greatly appreciated. And also a fun thing, just from last week's episode, which was with Super Bon Jovi fan Luca, that episode has gotten more response in a short amount of time than I think any episode that I've ever done, including my first one, which did get uh, a good response. So I might do something special with that episode, which I have not done with any episode yet. So it's good to know that Luca has almost as big a following as Bon Jovi. But uh, I want to thank you guys again for for staying on board, even if you came on board after Luca and you're like, let me check this guy out, even if it's not about Bon Jovi. Thanks for being here and supporting Socially Awkward with Evan Wexell, awkwardwithevan.com. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.